Hey guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Nate. And we are going to tell you all the things you really want to hear for teens. So if there's anything that we haven't talked about yet or questions that you have that you'd like to know about, let us know by emailing us at realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And that's the number four. So once again, realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our new episodes every week. Hey guys, welcome to our next episode. I have no idea what number we're on. This is number 15. Is it? Yeah. Number 15. It's been a lot. I mean, I feel bad. The last two episodes have been stretched out further than we had liked or would like just because... I mean, summer ended and school started and we've been so busy, but trying uh-huh. to get these out to you guys as quick as we can. So, Yeah, school. I'm sure you guys feel that, you know. It's the, busy. Yeah, and if you're playing sports or if you have a job or anything, it gets so busy. So today we are going to talk about... Well, how powerful positive thinking can be. Um, yeah. I think that's a, an important time... Uh, this is an important time to talk about that, especially the beginning of the school year, as we talked about with everything being as busy as it is and just kind of how things are. It's easy to be negative. So, Yeah, it really is. When you get overwhelmed and stressed out, it's super easy to <laughs> Sorry, guys. Allergy season. But it's super easy to start being negative and thinking negative on yourself and negative about those around you and negative about all the things you're going through. Well, and on top of that, you know, if other people are being negative that you know, whether it's friends or parents or cousins or brothers and sisters, whatever, negativity feeds on negativity. So if somebody is being negative, you ever noticed how it's just easier to be negative too? It's easier to let it all out, which sometimes can be a really good thing but it can also be a really toxic thing as well. So, Yeah, sometimes when I need to be negative, but I don't want it to be bad, I'll tell Nate, okay, you don't get to say anything. Just listen to me. And that way he's not like feeding my negativity. He's just listening to me get it all out. And then we move on. And she'll also say, don't take it personal. It's not directed at you. Yeah. Just, I need to vent for a minute. So hopefully you have a person that you can get out your negativity to or a journal or something. But we are going to focus on positive thinking, not negative thinking. Because your brain, if you're thinking negative all the time, is going to start being negative. You're going to see the negative in things. So even if positive things are happening to you, you're not going to see them. And you can actually start having physical effects on your body from thinking negative all the time. Um, and I've seen this just with coaching football this year. I've seen this with my team and how powerful positive thinking can be collectively and how detrimental it can be collectively. A negative thinking can be detrimentally as well. Um, so that's kind of one of the things that also prompted this. And then also just being in classes with students and seeing their reaction to things, whether it's homework assignment or a new assignment or just being in school in general. It's amazing how starting off on a bad note in a class or even just in the morning can set the tone for your entire day and beyond. Yeah. And I just got to teach about like self-esteem and 
how you can improve your self-esteem and one major way is positive thinking and stopping those negative thoughts so i did some research on the power of positive thinking like how powerful it can be and i found this website it's uspm.com us preventive medicine and it talks about the psychology behind it and it says um research research shows that people who feel confident in themselves can problem solve and make better decisions take more risks assert themselves and strive to meet their personal goals so it says, in fact, there's an entire field devoted to it called positive psychology. So they actually have devoted a whole field to positive psychology and how important it is. I think that that is pretty interesting. Because um, in reality, you think about what our motivators are in life. And a lot of the times people are, I mean, they're motivated to do things out of fear, um, whether it's fear of letting your parents down, fear of letting yourself down, fear of letting a boss down. And so fear causes you to act. It causes you to do what you need to do. And sometimes that works. Fear has a place. But that being said, if you could act out of confidence and out of positivity, your mindset will change. You aren't fighting for your life in those situations anymore. So you're able to think more clearly because you're doing it for yourself as opposed to with fear, you're going to react differently and are more likely to make mistakes in those situations. So it's so much better to tap into the side of you that focuses on positivity and tries to find the positive and um, acts in that realm rather than fear. You can just, I think you would be able to accomplish so much more in an efficient way. Yeah. And if you just change your mindset or what you're saying to yourself a little bit that, and we're going to talk about that a little more today. Maybe we'll start with that. Like, so you said fear of letting your parents down. So let's say you really want to get a good grade on a test because you might let your parents down. And in your mind, you're thinking, I don't want to let them down. Actually, let's do yourself. Okay. Cause yeah, you don't want to let yourself down. I don't want to get a bad grade. I'm going to feel so sad if I get a bad grade. Instead of thinking that way, you can change your mindset to, I am going to be so proud of myself when I ace this exam. What was your your water analogy with this? Oh, my water analogy? It was, yeah. I think it's pretty good. I teach my students this when we talk about nutrition. So if you are drinking you drink so much soda i mean my dad used to drink nine oh, cans of mountain dew every single day he still drinks a lot but not that much he drinks more got, water he's gotten better yeah, well, and my, I mean, my dad was the same way oh yeah he would drink like 64 ounces of pepsi a day and your dad gags if he has to drink water it's true anyway so Literally. my dad drinks so much water so let's say he wants to stop drinking soda Okay, if in his mind he is thinking, I can't drink soda, I can't drink soda, I can't drink soda, what is he going to always be thinking about? That he can't drink soda. Soda. Yeah. Soda's going to be He's on his mind. He's always got it in his head. So it's like, if you're trying to avoid soda and soda's there, even if it's attached to the, I can't, I can't, I can't, it's still, it's still in there. your mind. So instead, what he could do is drink more water and in his mind say, I'm going to drink more water today. I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to be drink more water. And what's his mind to be focused on? Water. Water. 
So, and with drinking more water instead of his nine cans of Mountain Dew a day, he's not going to be able to drink as much Mountain Dew. Because he's focused on water. Because he's focused on water. So, in reality, the analogy or the answer to the analogy, whatever, the, 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 what the analogy is getting to is, is try to take something that you want to fix and attach the remedy to it without having that thing. So, let's say you... I don't know why this came to mind. Let's just say you don't write very well. And you put it in your mind like, I don't have good handwriting. I don't have good handwriting, right? Um, try to come up with an, al- an analogy that helps you, or a way to think about it, that helps you focus on getting your handwriting better rather than that your handwriting is not good. Like, for example, what? Um, You could like have a challenge. I Sorry about the train. I am going to write a note to one of my friends and then be positive about it. Wow, I did really good. So something that I did is I focused on the content of the letter rather than the handwriting in the letter. Um, and like when, when you write about things, for example, that you're, you enjoy or that you're interested in, the content could be something that you think is good. Therefore, regardless of what the handwriting looks like, you can say, well, the letter was good because yep. the content was good. Exactly. So other things... Um, like negative thoughts I don't know they're always in our mind and I don't I don't know why I wish they weren't but I I mean I I don't know if it's everyone maybe it's just me but like the thinking negative thoughts happens all the time I'll be like driving down the road and I'll see a car <laughs> that might pull out in front of me and then it's like what if they pull out in front of me and then I'll wreck into them and then my phone will slip down and it will get crushed and I don't have my wallet in here and no one's going to be able to know who I am and then I'm going to miss my son's football game because I'm going to be in a hospital bed somewhere and they're not going to be able to contact my family because they don't know who I am. Okay, you get the point. And I go on and on and on with this. And I've really had to teach myself to it's called thought stopping techniques to stop it. Okay. Has that ever happened? No, it hasn't. That hasn't happened. You're driving down the road, you're fine. And then think about something positive like going to Jamaica. Or anything that makes you happy. Or anything that makes you happy. So So that's important to stop those negative thoughts, but also you can change your negative thoughts. So we put a question on our Instagram story. First time I've ever done that. So that was kind of awesome. <laughs> Nate Nate didn't do it, but I did. No, she's I the, learned she's how. the master of Instagram. I am and all definitely that. not I don't, a master. I don't even have an Instagram, so. Okay, let's see. How do I figure out now how to find? Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it's fine. I took a picture of it because I knew I probably wouldn't be able to find it again. Maybe someone can write in and tell me how you find the answers to your story. Okay, so we ask people what they're struggling with. That way maybe we can help you see like a positive to it rather than make it all a negative. And this is not trying to say what you're going through is so easy. Just be positive. It's not hard at all. We're That's not what we're saying. We're just trying to take real instances from real people and show you how you can look at them in a positive light. Yeah. Okay. And also, this is another good segue to say, remember, we're not experts or no. anything like that. This is just 
us trying to relay information back in a positive way or just trying to help you guys so if it helps you know let us know um like subscribe ask questions follow me on instagram i want to do like fun stuff and on instagram tell your friends about it stuff. too um but we really it's just to try to help you guys just a reminder um but what do you, what do you have though all there? right yeah we're just two people sitting on our bed talking literally sitting on our bed right now <laughs> i think this is where we do all our podcasts it is though it's true yeah all right okay this person said moving and fitting in that's what they're struggling with is moving and fitting in and man that is tough being the new kid yeah and if you're a teenager especially i remember moving and let's see eighth grade well i moved in sixth grade i moved again in sixth grade and i moved again in sixth grade and then i moved in seventh grade and then i moved in eighth grade and i stayed there and that was tough that was really really tough but I've done that, and so looking back, I can kind of give some experience and the positives that came through that. I made good friends that I will have forever from moving. Even though you were caught in that awkward phase of being the new kid. Mm -hmm. I, I've moved to, like I moved in seventh grade to a whole new school from a bigger town, well from a city to a small town and that was hard too especially if you get into a small town area because in small towns people all know each other so it's harder to kind of crack into that it seems like sometimes and yeah. you know with all of this I'm going to say something about a kid he just moved into our area this summer and he moved into our football team and I'm going to talk about him because he is a good example of how you can handle the situation um, they moved from far away and showed up um, middle of the week um, I remember he walked, you know, he walked uh, onto the field and introduced himself and we're like, oh, okay, what position do you play? And he's like, oh, I play quarterback. And we just kind of like, all right, you know, let, let's see. And actually, anyway, the point Because every is, kid plays quarterback. Yeah. Come on, every single kid wants to play quarterback and throw the ball. But the point is, though, is his personality from the very beginning was always upbeat. He was always happy. Like, the change was happening, so he kind of embraced it. Like, there's nothing you can do about the fact that it's happening. You're moving. It is what it is. So he really made the most of it from the, from the get-go. He started to uh, get to know kids. He made friendships on the team um, and really just put himself out there. I would say from day one, watching him through football camp and now into the season, he still puts himself out there. He still um, motivates people and just asks people how they're doing and takes time with each player individually. I've watched him going up and down the sideline during games. He'll just go talk to people. Hey, how's it going? That's hey, awesome. how are you doing? Hey, you know, and that, that's the thing, okay? I know it's hard. And even if you're like a shy introvert, because I mean, I think honestly, he's not. But if you put yourself out there and try to make connections with people, you can make the move a little bit better. Um, he didn't, I don't know if he expected to really make a ton of friends. He was just very much, he was just friendly. And being friendly made people want to be his friend. It wasn't that he acted desperate to find friends. It wasn't that he tried to, hey, come hang out with my house or anything like that. It was just, hey, you know, how's it going? This is who I am. Um, you know, and just start talking to people and just being nice. And I watched that make a huge change. And he's one of the leaders on the team now. So, Yeah, but his younger sister is not an extrovert like him. She is more an introvert. 
And she... By the way, this family moved into our neighborhood, yeah, so this that's, is how we know them. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I've talked just, to it, the at mom. At first, it sounds like borderline a little creepy, like we just know these two kids that moved into our neighborhood real yeah, well. Yeah, we right? just stalk No, teenagers. so they, they moved into our neighborhood, and um, we know their parents at this yeah. point, so... Okay, anyway, so his younger sister, she went to school, and she's more quiet and shy, and she sat alone at lunch, which breaks my heart. Yeah. That's the saddest thing. And so her mom intervened a little bit and said, you know what? Let's just invite some people from the neighborhood over to have a game night. You know, sometimes you just need to do that. You just need to invite people over and just put yourself out there. And maybe you're going to be friends with them and maybe you're not. And she did that, and now she has, like, a group of friends that she's hanging out with. And yeah. it's it makes me happy to see that. So sometimes just finding one person to talk to or one person to invite to hang, o- hang out. Not hang over. Come over. Hang out. <laughs> well, yeah. That really... It makes a huge difference. But, again, going back to the idea, though, that, look... When life gives you challenges, it's better to just embrace those challenges and find a way to turn it into a positive. And the way you do that is by looking for the positive that's hidden there. And look, I say this as somebody who, you know, my my stepdad was, he was murdered. I told you guys about this before. And it was horrible. And for the first little while, it was a challenge. It was a major, major, major challenge. Um, But what really helped us grow and and develop and move and i don't want to say move past it but learn to deal with it in in a more productive way as we found the positive and there's not a positive to him being killed but there have been a lot of positives for me individually by that event like i'm a much more compassionate person Mm -hmm. i'm much more patient um i feel like i understand people better because i understand what it is to really have something that's caused me to suffer Um, I take moments with my family more seriously because you just never know when it's going to be over. Um, And then I've also learned to reflect on events more and try to find out how it's helping me to become who I want to be. And all those challenges, no matter how hard, I promise you, if you look, and it's hard to look, but if you look, there is a positive there. And as you start to look for the positives and turn your mind away from the obvious negatives that are blatant in front of your face... That's hard, but I promise it makes it better. Yeah, so if someone's moving and having trouble fitting in, what positives could they see? Well, I mean, maybe their dad didn't have a job and they moved and he found a job. They, so it could be something with their family. Yeah, it maybe could be they an were individual in a thing. negative situation and they moved and it's more Maybe they positive. lived in a really small house and now they have their own bedroom and a new bigger house. Maybe um, they moved next door to a bunch of kids that may or may not become their friend but before they didn't have any around them i mean there, there there could be a lot of a lot of things maybe the school they moved to has better classes yeah maybe yeah. people maybe they're more are more classes. friendly maybe just enjoying like what's around them like is it a beautiful area to live in are there nice teachers well i'll here's another example that came to mind and this is not me trying to lift myself up or brag about myself that's not the point of this but but he is pretty great so he could brag about himself so i remember my first year teaching i had a student um who was in her dream teacher's class 
Like she loved this guy. She had him for the whole first half of the year. And then she switched to my class second half of the year. And I remember she came in and she was like, I don't want to be in your class. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be here. I want to be back in his class. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, sorry, I'll try to make it the best I can. Um, you know, and she stayed, she didn't transfer out. She stayed in my class the whole rest of the year. And now I know she would tell you that she's so glad she came to my class and that she really loved his class, but my class for whatever reason helped her so much or changed her life or whatever. I mean, I still am in contact with, with this girl and just, you know, just see how she's doing and, and just keep tabs on her life. Uh, you know, I, all I know is, is something happened that she didn't want or didn't expect and it ended up becoming a really big positive for her for whatever reason because she saw it through and decided to try to find the positive in it, so. Yeah, and you know, even if there is no positive things you can think of right at this moment, like none at all. Which is gonna happen. Sometimes it does. You're you're totally gonna sit there and be like, I don't wanna think of anything positive, and you won't. I didn't wanna think of anything positive about my dad either, but eventually. But you can try to think like in the future, how will this benefit me in the future? Moving is tough, but if we handle it well, it makes us become more resilient people. It makes you be more open to helping new people who move in and being more compassionate towards them. So if you can't see anything now, try to think in the future how it can help you. All right, our next one. Time management, it's hard to juggle school, homework, a job, family, and friends all at once. Oh man, do I have a story for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is me lately. Like if I told you my schedule of the week, oh my goodness, one of my days, I got up at like five to go to the gym and then get ready, get kids ready, go to school, go home, do the dishes, then go take someone to vacuum, then paint my grandma's nails, then go to a football game. Anyway, it's crazy. It really literally is, is nonstop. Nonstop crazy. So I was thinking about this and I, in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, can I just get a break? Like, can I just have a second to like breathe and do nothing? I just want to do nothing. And so... I went to bed that night and I had a dream that I was in a really bad accident and I will save you the details because they're weird and make no sense because they're a dream. And I was laying in the hospital bed and Nate was there and he got me one of those coloring books that have the cool designs in them. The, yeah, like the adult coloring books with all the fancy... Yeah, the fancy designs and stuff. He brought me that, and I was like, oh, I can sit and color this now. This is nice. <laughs> but I remember being sad that I was stuck in a hospital bed, and I couldn't be doing the things I wanted to because there were things I was missing out on. Mm -hmm. So when I woke up the next day... I remembered that and now as my day is crazy I have to try to think these are the things I want I want my kids playing sports I want my kids in piano I want to be a teacher and just try to appreciate those things and sometimes schooling for you guys and homework 
may not be something you think you want, but in the future, you're going to be glad you were in school and you kept up in it. Well, and time goes by so fast, too. Like, it really, really, really does. School has already been in session for almost a month now. Like, time just goes by very, very quick. So, um, and then just also, like, time management. I know that it's hard, but the thing is, is we make time for the things that we enjoy. And part of that also is, like, we'll also try to make time for other people because we don't want to feel like we're going to let other people down. And I think that's kind of a big proponent for why we do what we do. Um, but I mean, just to give you an idea, like I can tell you my schedule and Jess's schedule is just as hectic as mine on the other side. Like without her, my schedule is not possible. Um, but like we get up, I get up at five every morning, right? So I work out, get up, get dressed, eat breakfast, go to school. I'm at school till, you know, 3.30, go to practice at 4.00. I'm a practice till I don't know six six thirty sometimes seven sometimes sometimes football um, is life. That's Monday through Monday Tuesday Wednesday, on Tuesday so Monday nights usually we come home and try to have like family time. On Tuesdays, um, no, because one kid has practice. That's true, and then we so it's it's hard, um, but I'm usually done by about seven. Then we have family time on Wednesdays though. I'll come home or on Tuesdays rather I'll come home for a little bit after practice, probably for like 10 minutes, and then I uh, help out with uh, a local group where we have activities on Tuesday nights. So that's what, that's like 7 to 8.30. Mm-hmm. Then I come home, the kids are usually in bed, so I don't see them on Tuesdays. On Wednesdays, then I'm, same story, like I'm, I'm, I'm at practice until what, 6.30, 7. And then kids have games, two kids have games on yeah. Wednesdays. And then there are games Wednesdays. Um, and then on Thursdays, same pattern except for we have games, and I don't usually get home till eight or nine, um, sometimes later, depending on if it's an away game. And on Fridays, we also have games, and if it's an away game, I'm usually home by ten, or if it's a home game, I'm home by ten. If it's an away game, I'm home by eleven or twelve. And then Saturdays we have sports, or we have games again. Like it's just busy, um, and. With Jess, I mean, she helps balance things out. She does everything that I can't do, so things are still getting done around our house. I realize that's not possible for you guys that don't have somebody to rely on, like a significant other, but you've got to plan things out. My day is literally planned out every step of the way. I have to have a plan throughout the day from this time to this time I do this, from this time to this time I do this. Um, otherwise, it doesn't it doesn't work, and I know that that's hard, but you've you've got to do it. Um, and then when people want to take some of your time, plan it in rather than just say, okay, I'll put something else off. Follow your routine. And sometimes emergencies happen. Sometimes things come up and that's different. But like if it's not an emergent situation, schedule time with people later on. And I know that's hard for kids your age. I know that. But if you are really wanting to plan things out and get things done, write out a schedule and just follow your schedule whatever it may be you decide but follow it and it will make a huge difference yeah and another thing with positive thinking with that um sometimes when i don't know i can't see any positive or i'm just working so hard sometimes i have to really just be thankful for my body you know i am able 
to drive. I am able to lift heavy things. I'm able to work really hard. And I really am so like grateful, I guess, that I have a strong, able body. Because not everyone gets that. Not everyone can do the things that I do. So even just thinking about the things that we've had our whole life sometimes help us helps us be more positive. It's true because there are times where you're going to go without less or you're not going to be able to do as much as you want to do as well. So Yeah. All right. And then this last one, motivation and procrastination towards schoolwork. <laughs> oh, man, procrastination. So that goes back to that episode what was it like the second episode we did the power of why Mm -hmm. why are you doing what you're doing um procrastination is human nature it is like like human nature is not to try and find the hardest way to do things and grow from it human nature is try to is to try to find the easiest way thing the way to do things and put it off as long as possible and it doesn't matter how old or how young you are there are always going to be certain things that you procrastinate on um, it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor it doesn't matter if you're male or female because we're interested in some things and we're not interested in other things and that's going to cause us to want to procrastinate the things that we're not interested in so let's be honest you go to a building every single day full of kids your own age many of which are your friends maybe some of which are not maybe it's vice versa and only some are your friends and many are not but the point is you're in a building with people who have like-mindedness to you they have similar interests they have similar values And in reality, you're more interested in being with those people than you are sitting in a classroom. You're more interested in focusing on the here and now than in the future. And that's just part of being a teenager. That being said, you have to ask yourself, why am I here? Why am I in this situation? And if you can find out that answer, procrastination will take a little bit of a backseat because you'll have a focal point. Otherwise, it's just, I have my friends, I can talk to them between classes, or I can slough this class and go talk to them all that class period. Um, But you gotta find out why. And if school's important to you, it's gotta be for you. If you're there, and most kids, or a lot of kids are there because their parents push them to be or force them to be. And that's, you know, that's fine. But you need to find a reason for you why you're there. And I can promise if as you find out a reason for why you're there, school will get done and you'll do it better than you thought. Um, I am not a school is hard for me. It's always been hard for me. Jess can attest to that. And I'm sure she will here in a second when I'm um, done talking, but um, school is a tough thing for me. It always has been. I just, I don't learn the same way other people learn. But, you know, I just finished my master's degree this past summer and my why of doing it is what got me through it. I didn't want to put myself through school again. I didn't want to do more classes, but the why and the necessity of my why is what pushed me through it. And it's the same thing for you guys. You've got to find a why. And if the why of you going to school is I want to hang out with my friends, that's what you're going to do. You're going to do what your why is. And if your why is, I want to hang out with my friends, but my future is important, you'll start putting some emphasis on your future, and that would include school. The more you put emphasis on school, the easier it becomes, but then other things take a back seat. Something's going to take a back seat, though, and you get to decide what that is. Yeah, and thinking about your why really helps with positive thinking, because instead of thinking, I don't want to do my homework, 
I don't want to be a school. You're thinking, I really want to become a nurse when I'm older. Or I really want to, whatever your why is, then that can help you. And if you think, I don't care, I don't want to be at school and my parents just force me, let's go back. I'm not a history teacher. Let's go back 500 years. What, 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 what? Wait, listen, I, I think okay. I got this. Okay, okay. 500 years when a lot of people 500. couldn't go to school and they weren't as educated. No. Well, I mean... Is that when people, like, a lot of people weren't... They didn't even know how to read. Only, like, special people knew how to read. And you had to, like, take your letters to well, someone to so read them. Well, so you're talking about the Middle Ages Europe when... How many years ago was it? Uh, 500? You know, sure. But even, yes! But even the 18... You hear that, guys? But even the 1800s in the United States, education was still very rare. For example... And um, for females... Well, especially for females, but yeah. Benjamin or Benjamin Franklin, Abraham Lincoln didn't even have any any formal education whatsoever. His mom taught him to read, and he read in books. So it just shows you that even you know back in you know the eighteen twenties, thirties, people still were not being educated. So yeah, if you're like, no, school is not for me. I don't want to be here. Do you really not want an education? Do you really want to be stuck as like a four-year-old not knowing how to read or not getting the social skills or not learning the life skills you get from school? Because a lot of it is more than just the math and the science and the well, history, not the health. The health's important. You, but you really get so many life skills like doing an assignment and turning it in on time. Guess what? I have to do that at work. Waking up and getting well, to teaches, school on time. I have to do that it in my job. teaches you perseverance. Exactly. You, you, you really kind of hit it on the head there. We have about 10 trains that go by a house a day, and they're all going to come by in this half hour. Of course. Minutes. Of course they are. But you really kind of really hit the nail on the head there because school, I mean, when I look back at school, elementary school, junior mm -hmm. high school, high mm -hmm. school, I don't know... If I can remember any specific content that I was taught, but I can remember. Hey, I do in health class because that's the most important one. Well, but history, I, we just watch movies. I can remember though the way that some teachers made me feel. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can remember the life lessons that I was given, and I'm not saying the content you learn in school is not important. But what I'm telling you is, is showing up and going to classes are going to teach you far more than the content ever could or ever would. You're going to get life lessons that just maybe weren't intended even but they're going to be taught. So just being in those situations is going to help shape you and mold you into who you're going to become. And if you miss out on them, or if you have a bad experience with them, the lesson you're gonna learn is, shoot, I wish I would've gone to school, or I wish I would've tried more in school because that's a regret. Basically, when we don't show up for things, we create regrets. If you have to do it, you might as well make the most out of it. Yeah, for sure, and even, even if you're just going for your friends, those social skills you learn are actually going to benefit you later on in life. Can you imagine if you were stuck with the social skills of like a five-year-old? <laughs> well, can, you, can you imagine like screaming at people because you did not get the pink cup? You know what I mean? <laughs> we, 
yeah, well, I'm not going to name names, but we have some family members that don't have the greatest social skills. They're a little socially awkward, right? Um, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but their ability to communicate effectively frustrates them at times, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of that's because they missed out on some of those experiences in school. So. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, even if it's just for friends, think about your why. Change it to positive thinking. Sometimes when I have to get something done and I really, really, really don't want to because I'm a, I'm a procrastinator. It's usually because I have other important things. But well, if how I change my mindset instead of I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, because then you're focusing on that. You change your mindset to when I am done, I'm going to eat a bowl of ice cream. Well, <laughs> or yeah, yeah, I really, real. I really do this when I grade assignments, I'll have like 200 tests to grade and I have a pile of Swedish fish on my desk. I did this this week. Okay. And I'm eating the Swedish fish and I'm like, okay, I only have like 10 left. I need to stop. And so I said, okay, I cannot eat a Swedish fish until I finish grading one class of tests. And so I had him sitting there and I'm like, okay, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I get to eat the Swedish fish. So I was looking, I like gave myself a positive to think of that was more motivating than just, oh, my kids need to see their scores on their test, which is important. But sometimes you have to give yourself a positive thing to see. Like, okay, when I get my homework done, I'm going to check my Instagram, but I'm not going to check it until... I get my homework done or I'm going to sit and study for 10 minutes and then I'm going to take a break and go make a TikTok video. Do kids still do that? It's not I, as popular in the halls anymore. I don't know anymore. what kids even do anymore. Yeah, what do kids... Anyway, <laughs> and then you take that break and you say, I'm going to get the five minute break and then I'm going to go back and do my homework. Just make sure when you do rewards like that for your positive thinking that you finish the task at hand. Because it's easy to say, I'm going to look at Instagram for five minutes and then it's an hour later. Yeah. You know? Well... You say, yeah, like you know. You don't even know. No, but Have with you ever phone, been on Instagram? But phones are a time suck. Okay. Yes. They are major, major time sucks. And they the can news cost, for you? I... Well, I mean, I teach that class pretty much and I have to be up to date on things, but yeah. And your other things that are distracting hey, towards you? We all We all have things. And Nate probably doesn't want me to share his thing that he loves because it's old and has died and no one does this anymore. Well, I'm old and, you know, maybe you're not going to die at some point. <laughs> All right. So hopefully we've given you. Oh, I want to talk about a couple other ways to um, think positive and use like positive mindsets to help you. And that's, this is from the same article that I was reading. Um, taking care of your body and your mind is actually really important to thinking positive. So like laughing, super great for you. Try to find a time to laugh, whether that is with a friend, whether that is watching a funny YouTube video, just find a time to laugh. Um, eat healthy you know, take care of yourself. Those types of things actually help you. Helping other people, that actually helps you. Now, if you're crazy busy, 
then maybe try to schedule that in. But when we do something for someone else, it makes us feel like happy. And it doesn't have to be something big. It could be you open the door for someone. You say hi to someone. You compliment their shoes. Well, it actually helps build confidence in yourself. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then building your confidence. Instead of saying, I can't do this, try to say, I can. You know, I can't make brownies say i can make brownies you know research it just do it i love brownies oh my gosh and yeah, brownies are good and we've tried homemade ones right and there's yeah. nothing like the box brownies i don't know why we we, we, we make everything homemade um I like can't this morning we of... just made homemade biscuits and gravy oh, homemade so good. homemade biscuits homemade gravy all of it but mm. Brownie boxes are just the best, in my opinion. Yes, and if you, I mean, this is an important thing, so <laughs> get out your pen and paper or your phone to take a note in because people probably don't use pen and paper. But this is super important, maybe the most important thing of this podcast. Replace your butter with coconut oil. Oh, in brownies. Oh, my when you, goodness. When you do the box brownies, if you use coconut oil, so if you good. can eat coconut oil. Yeah, obviously, if you're allergic, don't do that. You know, like... If you are allergic to this, yeah, please exactly. do not use. Why do they even say that on medicine things? I don't get well, it. Well, it's, it's liability. Just yeah. Well, um, okay. You'd, there's you'd your liability. This, you have to do the same thing. If you can eat brownies and coconut oil, try it. Let us know how you like it. It actually is amazing. Oh, it's so good. Especially if you add some chocolate chips to it too. Oh. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. And then some vanilla ice cream while it's hot. Oh, yes. We need brownies tonight. Oh, no. We're going to make peach ice cream tonight. We picked a bunch of peaches. Yeah, fresh peaches. Off okay, on task. On task, on task. This is the worst part of my classroom. I think my students secretly love it, though. Well, there are still things to be learned. Always. Like how easy is it to get you off task? I know. Just talk about brownies. But yeah, replace it with I can. That's going to help you be more positive. And then positive affirmations are so important. So I had my students this week write down five amazing things about themselves. And it's sad to see how many kids struggle with that. How many kids cannot write five amazing things about themselves. And that's going to help you write them down, hang them up somewhere where you see it. So you can see it every single day. Like I am amazing. I am strong. I am able. Those are my positive affirmations. Often when I'm really struggling, I'll repeat those. And my son, who's in my class now, he's like, yeah, my mom chants that in her bedroom. I'm like, no, I do not chant it in my bedroom. But hey, if that works for you, awesome. Okay, but write things down. What are you good at? What do you like admire about yourself? What have you achieved in your life? Okay, so those are really important. And when you're struggling, think to yourself, like, I am wonderful. I am beautiful. I am smart. I am handsome. Whatever they are, the things you think about, you bring about. Hey, and that's going to instill quote. confidence. Well, I can still your... We're married, remember? What's yours is mine. That's copyrighted. What's yours is mine. What's mine is mine. In reality, though, guys, I know that that sounds silly. And I know a lot of kids feel dumb doing that. Um, I've kind of tried to do similar things with... The kids that I coach in football, they feel dumb saying things like that. 
And I don't know why our society is in that situation. Our world is in that situation where it's hard for us to say good things about ourselves. But having a positive mindset starts with how you feel about yourself and starts with how you feel about whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, whether it's the day or it's a test or Mm -hmm. it's a game you're going to play. You need to have confidence that you can and you need to know that you're able and capable of doing that thing. If you think you're going to fail it, it's going to go bad. It's not going to go the way you want. You're not going to be as good as you thought or whatever. You're going to find all these things that make it negative. Yeah. But if you have confidence in yourself, you'll see the positive and it will be there and it will be a good experience. Yeah. And if you do stumble and fall and make a mistake, which we all are going to, you know what? Get back up. Don't think about that mistake. Think about what I'm going to do this next time. Maybe you're playing football and you drop the ball. That's a fumble. And no, like you didn't catch it. The receiver. Oh, drop pass. Okay. Sorry, drop Incomplete pass. pass. Incomplete pass. We have to be technical in here. Yeah. I think they knew what I was saying. I don't think anybody knew. I think I think they definitely knew. Well, you have some international listeners, listeners that may not know what American football is. That's true. American football. Anyway, so let's say you make a mistake in it. And instead of thinking, oh my gosh, I dropped the ball, I dropped the ball, I dropped the ball. If this goes back to the water analogy. You're going to think, I'm going to catch the ball. I'm going to catch it this time. I'm going to catch the ball. Because then you're just changing your mindset a little bit instead of saying, oh, I failed that test. Yeah. I failed the test. I failed the test. I'm such a loser because I got a bad grade. No, change your mindset to I'm going to do well on my next test. I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to study and I'm going to do well. I'm going to do good on my next well, test and, and focus on that. And when you study, that. though, you can go into the test and it's like, I studied. I know this stuff. Mm-hmm. I have this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you start the test being positive. Yep, exactly. Hopefully this podcast helped you a little bit or a lot bit. Write in. Tell us how you are using your um, positive thinking this week. Maybe like write it on your story and tag us and then I can share on my story. I think I can figure out how to do that on Instagram. If I can't, I teach junior high, so I'm sure they can help me, right? <laughs> well, and now that the school year started, um, if you're having specific struggles, like you can see, I mean, we don't name names unless we get permission to do so, but like write in with some struggles that you have. Um, let us, you know, try to help you. We want to make podcast episodes that are going to be helpful, yep. that are going to be worthwhile for you to listen to. We don't want to just make one that is us droning on and on it. We want it to be something that's good. So with the school year full in, in full swing, you know, write in or, or get a, hit us on Instagram or whatever. Um, but let us know. Hit us on Instagram. I don't know. Nate. Hit us up. That's what I used to say. Oh man, you are old. I know. <laughs> but anyway, so we have our email, which is at what? Real advice Number for four. teens at, at gmail.com. And on Instagram, where? Real advice for teens. That's right. So let us know. Like, we really want to make it worthwhile to you guys. And again, if you know anybody that can benefit from this, I know that might be weird to say, hey, you should listen to this, but. Hey, but even if you write like positive thinking and something you did on your story and tag us, then people are like, oh, what's this all about? Then you don't have to feel awkward by sharing it. If it's going to make you feel awkward, you just kind of put it out there. Yeah. 
Yeah. That would be good. And should we do a dad joke of the day? A dad joke? What? what? Why we... don't we do that every day? Okay, a joke of the day. Go. Okay. I thought the dryer was shrinking my clothes. Turns out it was the refrigerator all along. <laughs> do you get it? No. <laughs> because they keep eating? Their clothes oh, aren't shrinking? I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, that's a good one. Was... You're a dad. You should You should give the dad jokes. My clothes are getting bigger, I feel like. Oh, weird. All right. Have a fantastic week. See you guys.